views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everyone. Welcome. It's so great to be Connecting with all of you. Thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. Uh, I love this show title, and I cannot help what it reminds me of. And maybe Benny can help me out with this. Pull a clip. You know, there is a movie that uh, was out a bunch of years ago. I don't even know how many years ago, but it was Tom Cruise and Demi Moore and Jack Nicholson. And there's a famous line from, uh, from that film, which many people have embedded forever on their souls and it's it's a tipping point in in the movie and you know where finally the truth needs to come to the forefront the truth needs to come to the forefront and I remember the line and everybody was taken aback by it you know with Tom Cruise grilling Jack Nicholson I mean that's worth its weight in gold and all of a sudden out of Jack Nicholson's mouth comes You can't handle the truth. How true that is. Because how many of us believe or think that the truth is where we live? And, you know, that's what today's show is about. You know, Lynn Brown is joining me here today. Uh, An amazing, amazing individual. The world that she lives in, the people that she helps. Uh, But this is Get Into It, Winning at the Game of Life. My co-host, Lynn Brown, can you handle the truth? That's today's true show. Can you handle the truth? Well, it's such an interesting question because many of us can flip that around and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a really honest person. You know, I have a lot of integrity. What do you mean, can you handle the truth? I'm living the life of sheer honesty I'm doing the thing yeah let's see what today's show is going to open up for us Lynn Brown intuitive energy healer medium versatile background and you know why she lives in the practical world with an amazing source energy whether it's going to be you know angels ascended masters spirits it doesn't matter but this is what I love about Lynn You know, she can be on both sides because when we think about what it means to get into it, winning at the game of life, you're going to hear today what that means, not just in the day to day, but how do we connect with the energies that are available to us so that we can freely walk on the path of freedom 
through truth. And what are the consequences for some of us if we decide we cannot handle the truth? What are the consequences? What I loved about that movie was there was victory and consequences simultaneously happening. But what do we do in the world when we look at our lives? Lynn is a phenomenal coach, and and she has an incredible mentoring approach um, to how she works with people, how she brings, you know, her workshops to the forefront. We've got some really cool things to share with you today about some of those. But when we look at this conversation about can you handle the truth, the energy of love through the eyes of an intuitive, what does that really mean? Do we have to really look at what love is or isn't? Maybe a redefinition, but that's what today's show is about. It's great to have you here, Lynn. Thanks. This is a great topic, and I, I can't wait to talk about it. Do it's you know just... that line from that movie? Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. What is that called? I, I don't remember the movie, but do you know that I, line? I Wasn't that shocking? A yeah. few good men. A few good oh, men. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 1991. Right. It was one of my favorite Big movies fan of when the show. I was Exactly. Big fan. Big fan. But, but how interesting a line. I mean, when that was said, what did you feel? I mean, can I really handle the truth, Lynn? Are you going to help me with this today? Yes, definitely. Definitely. And I, and I hope that there's some uncomfort within the people that are hearing, and you know, within all of us when we talk about the truth. Uh, because then when there's discomfort, there's an opportunity to address that and to grow uh, if, we're, if we're ready for it, if we're, we will allow ourselves to do so. You know, it's interesting. I was talking to somebody about truth the other day. And we were talking about, you know, are you able to be absolutely honest? And, you know, the answer was, how about 80%? (laughs) And I said, okay. I mean, it's better than nothing, right? But that's not the end game, is it? No. That's not winning at the game of life. No. Okay. No, this topic, um, I I just want to say, you know, while I have a chance, this topic is so important right now. Um. I actually didn't even know what I was going to be talking about till about a week ago, and I so I asked my guides, and uh, I woke up in the morning and the word love was there. It was like you need to talk about this. People need to know about it. People need to uh, face their definition of love and know and understand that there's another level of love. It's kind of like turning up the dial, or you know, going from. F-A-M love to love HD, you know, yeah. high definition love. Right. So um, it, we're going to talk about what that is, what it feels like, what it, what it, what it bees like. That's really, it's a being. So I'm, I'm really excited to talk about this. Well, let's talk about it. I mean, what do we know about society's view of love? Because, you know, I'm telling you that uh, there's so many things out there that have to do with how we use the word love how we promote it, what we can sell about it, you know, what kind of foods could we eat to bring more of it into our lives. I like that one, too. I like that. You know, if you eat these foods, you're going to get more love. Right. All right. Oh, my gosh. It's it's crazy. It's kind of sad. Um, Well, the way I see it is in the way, you know, society has uh, shown me or it's all around me is, you know, the first thing is there's many written and unwritten expectations within if you're going to be loving somebody or if you're in a loving relationship or what is the word when you say love, what does that mean? It's kind of like, uh-oh, somebody just told me they love me or somebody just said the word love. What's really behind that, right? And we never really know. 
So there's, you know, the written um, and unwritten expectations. There's also, at a deeper level, uh, looking to external people, looking to external things and relationships to fill a void. That's the can you handle the truth part, I think. Uh, Most times we are at an ego-based love where when we're loving, we're really doing it to try to receive or fill a void, right? And oftentimes uh, a person in a loving relationship, and I don't mean relationship as a title, I just mean an exchange. Mm -hmm. Um, We're looking at other people saying, what is that person doing wrong or how can they change? And as we get further along today, we'll talk about what is this other type of love? What is this real universal or the soul-based love that, that we have to ascend to? Um, it's critical for, you know, for the timing of where we are on our planet, uh, where we are in our universe, for us to understand that there's this different type of love. That what we've been taught might have worked, but it's not really the truth of love. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for, for the ego... And society's view of love, I think an intimate relationship is a place where we go to get, we have our needs met and anticipated. We want to be understood to be filled. Um, And the giving that takes place in an ego-based relationship is giving that is designed to beget getting and receiving. Uh, And and again, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. It's just not the truth. I think uh, Mm -hmm. I wish we could call it something else. Well, (laughs) I have to tell you, work is a perfect example of that. You know, for the most part, you know, the old psychological contract of of working because you're loyal for a company and because you expect the company to give you things, you know, when you're ready to retire, that thing is gone. But there is a new one. I'm going to work for you for eight hours and you're going to pay me X amount of dollars per hour and we're going to call it good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is really a simple matter of ego that shows up in the material world. Definitely. Now, look it. If you need a little extra help on the day that I'm supposed to go play softball, hello, uh, may not be right there for you. That'd be my ego, too. Right. Right? That would not be a decision out of love. Right. That would be you can't handle the truth. Exactly. Exactly. And I think sometimes, you know, if we we were to ask 100 different people define what love is, we were going to get 100 different answers. And I would love that. Would you guys want to call into the show and tell us what your definition of love is? 1-800-930-2819. And also when you call in, Lynn's actually going to take your call and she's going to be doing some readings with you. So 1-800-930-2819. She didn't know she was going to do that. So I wonder if she can handle the truth right now. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. And uh, tell us what you think about love. When we come back... We're going to talk about, you know, what is the vibration of love? And, you know, how many of us have said that? I mean, look at if you at okay, dating myself, if you're the Beach Boys and you write a song called Good Vibrations, let me tell you, that was not about astral travel. That was not about our, our you know, twins on another planet. Good Vibration by the Beach Boys was all about love. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Lynn Brown, let's get into it. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! 
Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Negative self-talk plays a major role in how we create fear and anxiety. You're probably familiar with that worried, insecure, or critical voice that rises from somewhere deep inside, often at the most inopportune moments. You don't seem to choose the limiting, anxiety-triggering, or self-sabotaging thoughts, nor do you seem to be in control of them. Over the years, I've found that rather than ignoring or suppressing these negative thoughts, what works best is to redirect the mind with at least three counterbalancing arguments that shed light on the opposite, positive points of view. For example, if your negative thought was something bad will happen, counterbalances could be, right now I'm okay. There have been many times I was worried and everything turned out well. I have the strengths and abilities to handle anything that comes my way. Positive counterbalancing is training your mind to search for and find uplifting and empowering perspectives for any given situation. Pure Encapsulations is committed to producing the most complete line of research-based nutritional supplements from fish oil to probiotics to multivitamins and more. Available through qualified health professionals and community pharmacists, finished products are pure and hypoallergenic to optimize the long-term health of all patients, even the most sensitive. With Pure Encapsulations, you can rest assured that you're getting the purest and highest quality nutritional supplements available. Ask a qualified healthcare practitioner about Pure Encapsulations today and discover why it's the supplement brand of choice for healthcare professionals worldwide. For more information, please visit www.pureencapsulations.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Enlightening, humorous, and compassionate. Listen live to The Kelly Ballard Show, insight and inspiration from the great beyond. Kelly is a fourth-generation medium and intuitive who covers topics ranging from grief, spirit guides, and listening to your intuition. Kelly can help you get answers and guidance from the other side with a little bit of humor and a lot of healing. Tune in to The Kelly Ballard Show, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Hey, Lynn, before we kind of get into this and talk more about, you know, the scientific vibration of love, what is the best way people will find out more about you and, and, and kind of give people an update on some of the classes and things you're doing? Uh, you could go to my website, which is the letter R, the letter U, the words intoit.com, areyouintoit.com. Uh, you can also send me an email at lynn at areyouintoit.com. I uh, have a lot of workshops coming up. They're usually uh, just two-hour workshops, so if you don't have all day or all weekend to get away, it's kind of a nice just dip your toes in the water and get a get a huge dose. <laughs> dip your toes in and get a huge dose of spirit. Um, some of the ones that are coming up around the corner are, uh, in fact, this Friday I'm doing a workshop in Queen Anne at Psychic Awakenings called The Spirit of Money, Integrating and Commingling Finances and the uh, Energy of Abundance. And then I have a Intuitive Tools for Beginners workshop in Renton at Maya Health Center on August 8th. And uh, we have one more Astral Warm-Up, which is an introduction <laughs> to 
um, getting your muscles ready for it, the three-day Astro Allies retreat in eastern Washington. So that's on August 11th here in Bellevue. Again, all just two-hour workshops, so it's a great introduction um, to the world of energy and some of the topics that one really might be um, craving to. I know. It's kind of fun, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I like that spirit of money thing. Yeah, definitely. Well, I live it, right? I'm a financial planner. I'm a financial planner and... I do this by night. I joke with people. I do that by day and this by night. But really, I'm I'm both all the time. All the time. Um, yeah. And I'm really starting to integrate it a lot more. So. And that is the truth. That is the truth. Yeah. And that is and part I'm glad of that. that I'm doing that now. Well, the truth is, we get to grow into some things. Right. We get to grow into them. Yeah. I don't even, you know, when we think about growing into them, we know how things feel. Sometimes maybe a little bit uncomfortable, and sometimes not. I mean, one of the things you talked about and we kind of teased about with the Good Vibration song was, you know, love does have a vibration. You know, have you ever heard you walk into a room and your honey's in there, right? And you walk into a room. Now, it's either going to be your honey you're looking at or not. And there's an energy around that. Or you walk into a room and your your friends are in there. People that you care about are in there. Mm-hmm. There's something that happens. And you could be like in a dungeon and see your friend, and the energy of the dungeon will fade away. Is that what you're talking about here with vibrational love? Definitely. And actually at a more deeper and expansive universal level, um, you're, uh, there's there's people, of course, that think, you know, in a scientific, scientific way, and they want, they want proof or something palatable or tangible to attach this thing called love to. And so um, I got a, I, I really got a great amount of information out of um, his doctor, um, Dr. Hawkins, sorry, Dr. Hawkins, and he wrote a book called Power Verse Force. Yeah. And <clears throat> basically all energies and emotions and ways of being can be measured as an energy vibration in hertz, right? Just like the light fixture energy can be measured. We all know that in houses we measure energy. Is it on or off? What is the temperature? Almost like a temperature gauge. Well, he created this um, gauge and started to measure the temperature and the actual vibration of different emotions and ways of being. So, for example, uh, on the lower end of the scale at 20 there was a vibration of 20, uh, and it represented shame in one's being, right? So not what they're acting out, but in one's being. Um, and that's what, kind of what we're moving to is love as a being. Uh, a um, Anger vibrated at 150, and then love is at between 500 and, uh, and 540, and then we have 700 plus as enlightenment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he he said this the second greatest barrier in that movement up the scale for one's self development is 500, and in this context, love is a way of being in the world, and the reason that love is so difficult to achieve is because our ego is so rooted in the physical domain as opposed to the spiritual domain, which emerges at 500. Right, And so love, which vibrates again between 5 and 540, is achieved when you start to see yourself as potential for the greater good of mankind. Here's where you start applying what is learned in your reasoning, and you let your heart take over rather than the mind, and you start living by intuition. 
This is a level of charity, a selfless love that has no desire except for the welfare of those around them. Um, again, this is what I would call moving from today's view of love or definition of love, which is ego-based, to a more soul-based universal love. Mm-hmm. It's a way of being. Um, I think you and I were talking about it the other day. You know, when I, as an intuitive, if I see two people talking, I don't know, need to know what they're talking about. I can see by what they're vibrating at who they are being, right? So if one person might be saying, oh, yeah, I really like you, but I can actually see is there manipulation going on there? And it's not a picture. It's, it's, it's colors. It's mm, the truth. Right. The truth of one and who they are being and their energy. So... Uh, that's what they're talking about here, right? Not what is somebody's definition of cultural love, right? Different cultures have definitions of love. What I'm really talking about today is the act of being love hmm. and being able to vibrate at that at that place. It's such an interesting, you know, thing to talk about, right? And the reason that it becomes so interesting is because uh, I think more and more people are becoming aware of what that vibration could could feel like. I think people are becoming more aware of what they what that what they can actually experience in life. Uh, and you know, the flip side of that is we're becoming more aware and at the same time we don't really know the tools to how to experience it over a consistent basis, right? Right. You know, and and that's really kind of, you know, important when you think about this and you think about the vibrational love and especially the workshops and the things you're doing, you know, we, we talked about the spirit of money. And, you know, just the fact that we say that, uh, there's a way to say it with a vibration of, of love that has to do without fear, right? Right. And right. aren't we talking about the same thing? Because we're not talking about meeting somebody for the first time and getting butterflies, you know, but, but aren't we talking about being able to be in that vibrational love that's going to vibrate at some of those statistics and levels and do it on a regular basis, even when things show up in life that we don't necessarily think are good? Absolutely. And it's such a beautiful place to be. And I think at first when you transition to that or you start, you know, dipping in and out, like you said, the consistency of it might be just you, you, you hit it in patches, right? Mm-hmm. And it can be scary to the body a little bit. Um but but ultimately, it's so freeing. Um, it's it's scary to the body because we're used to needing, right? And we're used to needing external validation and external things. And what happens is when you get to this place, uh, you you realize that you don't need those things, and everything everything comes from within in this loving, peaceful. I almost want to say it's just a, a a good word would be compassionate. Another good word would be peaceful. I think from the you know, from the American dictionary or the mm-hmm. English dictionary, um, those are places that I feel best represent how it feels, right? It's a it's a place where we can say, how can I change or grow to evolve so that both of us may have optimal comfort and love? It's mostly introspective evolution for the highest good of all. There's no strings attached. There's no fear, only total freedom and expansion to give, not necessarily mm-hmm. receive. But when you meet somebody who's also vibrating at that, you're simultaneously giving and receiving. That's what I think is beautiful, mm-hmm. just because you're both being love, you know, and, and there doesn't have to be a definition to a relationship attached to that. It just is being. Exactly. 
And, you know, people say, well, wait a minute, where do we see that? Well, okay, so someone that has passed on, probably almost everyone in the world that knows anything about her points to Mother Teresa. You know, I mean, that is like our go-to in this century person we go to, unless we're going to go to a Kuan Yin or something like that. Um, and, and so we look at that energy and that energy of love. Um, if we can look at that, the energy, the vibrational love, and set the ego and in the, in, in, in the logic aside, because from a logical point of view, Mother Teresa should not have existed and have been able to do what she did should not I mean not in a million years you know should that her body of work if we look at the logical and the linear side Mm -hmm. so what I hear you saying is that love could open some doorways that otherwise would be closed definitely you know today's today's example I think is a great um Alma you know Alma yeah so I went and saw her a couple years ago and of course, what you read about is, you know, give her a hug, you know, give her a hug. She'll give you a hug. You'll be healed. So, but <clears throat> I went with these um, preconceived notions of what the process of the day was going to be. And now that I look back, I thought, gosh, she doesn't really do anything spectacular. She doesn't do, right? The action, mm-hmm. the verb, do. She sits there. But what's more important is that she bees. She bees love and that she's vibrating at love which is all you have to do is sit in her presence. You just have to walk by her, but you don't even need to touch her. You don't need to hug her, Mm -hmm. but that's great. You know, it feels great um, because she is being love. So uh, what I experience and what I see with that now from this perspective is everything that's non-truth, everything that's attached to fear, everything that's attached to ego, everything that's attached to um, needing, 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 uh, failure, all that stuff just dissipates. It yeah. can't exist in the state of love. It really can't. Right. Um, it, I, yeah, she was just, a, you know, I was just thinking about that this morning. Like, what a perfect example of I know. being. I know. Just being love. It's um, it's allowing somebody else to uh, freak out. It's yeah. allowing somebody else to be in anger. It's allowing somebody else to... Uh, it's allowing yourself to set people free Mm -hmm. from your life because you know it's the best for them that's love yeah i mean that that's love plus i mean you know that that in, in some sense is the ultimate sacrifice but when we look at love energetically and we look at a look at it as soul based love the question that comes up is how can i change or grow and evolve so that both of us emerge in a better place than we were. You know, how do I go about doing that? And then, you know, for many people, it's like, why? Why do I even want to do that? We're going to take a short break when we come back. We're going to talk with Lynn about this soul-based love. And is it just for the few? Is it just for the few? Or is it for all of us? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. She's somehow closer now. Softly smile, I know she must be kind. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. 
Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. For centuries, spiritual traditions have talked about how humans have an energy field, or aura, surrounding them. Although skeptical scientists refuted this for decades, science is now beginning to catch up with spirituality. Scientists can actually measure light emanating from living beings, so they can measure the human aura, which in scientific terms is known as the biofield. Many medical practitioners around the world use an instrument to evaluate a patient's biofield for the purpose of diagnosing illness. They understand that imbalanced or insufficient light in a person's energy field indicates a physical or emotional problem. The good news? There are ways to balance and increase your light, resulting in greater well-being. For more information, please check out StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Do you want the freedom to spend more time with your loved ones? Travel the world? Live spontaneously? Get ready, because the Chip Justice Show is here. Hosts Dr. Pat Basile and Chip Justice can help you build meaningful success while embracing life. Living a life you love is the end game in this new, inspirational, and empowering show. Positive changes for a life you'll love. Tune in every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit PositiveChangeInstitute.co for more information. Dr. Linda Salvin, metaphysical master, now bringing insight and metaphysical abundance to your living room with her spirit-filled candle line, Wicks of Wisdom. Dr. Linda's unique formulations of pure and powerful herbs, oils, and essences can assist you in love, luck, finances, health, and more. Wait till you experience the power of Wicks of Wisdom. Find out how these amazing candles can help you. See them now and order yours at lindasalvin.com or call 888-509-1077. everyone welcome back yeah this is really really cool you know can you handle the truth the energy of love through the eyes of an intuitive and that intuitive is lynn brown uh joining me here today for those of you that are tuning in lynn do me a favor let's take a moment and just let folks know more about where they can find out about you how to schedule time with you upcoming workshops all of the above and then we'll get back into finish talking about soul-based love great well, you can find me. My website is the letter R, the letter U, into it.com. Uh, from there, you can also follow me on Facebook. And uh, you can always send me an email if you want to inquire about one of the many topics. I do you know, individual sessions with people. I do workshops. I do retreats. Uh, I do whatever's asked of me, right? whatever the universe is asking of me. 
Uh, so again, areyouintoit.com. And, you know, just to get back into the, the soul-based love and soul-based relationships, you know, specifically about relationships, uh, for the soul, it's a means to come in contact with depths or the core of another human being, you know, while we come in greater contact with our own core. It's a sensitive place to be. Um, but this is where true love lies. Uh, we get to see and acknowledge our deeper, truer self and come to know ourselves as we really are behind our biased and often self-serving images of ourselves. I think that's sometimes why it's so hard for people to open up yeah, in I, and be in love yeah, and yeah. let their guard down is because they're, they're afraid of what they'll really see or that another person won't validate them. And in this place of soul-based love, there's no room for that. It's just total honoring and acceptance of what the other person is struggling with mm. and uh, growing towards. And then we get to look at that within ourselves too and know that that is coming from a place within ourselves. You know, this is so important for us to talk about how it shows up in the world, everyday life. Um, you know, we hear this all the time. Driving down the street, street dark. <laughs> if you're me and you're driving to the studio like today, you are on the 405. That is where you are. And you know you're on the 405 and you know you're driving at 405. Pretty much same time, every time, Pat, you come to the studio. And you know when you're going to get on that 405 in Bothell, you're going to get on that 405 and everybody's going to be merging into the traffic because the lane ends. And then we're just going to be sitting there and waiting. So I get to choose whether or not every day I get on the 405 to come to the studio. Am I going to turn something good on the radio and listen to it? Or am I going to sit there and be like, oh, the 405. <laughs> the, 405 the 405 is a really good test. <laughs> Personality, I think. I think we... <laughs> Right? That's actually really right. funny. We want to see who somebody is. Let's just throw them on the 405 for right. five miles and record them and really see what emerges, right? Like, it, the, I think people's true self would emerge. I mean, I, I ride with people on the 405 all the time. It's such a great example. And a car will cut somebody off. Or they'll just, now, in the other person's mind, it cut us off on per, on purpose, right? The world's out to get oh, us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I just see. I knew that was you. I knew it was you, Dr. Pat. That's you on that 405. <laughs> Now, I knew right there that you you did not have your blinker on when you came over today. Yeah, on purpose, right, to make the other person's day horrible. I mean, and, and it's funny because I can go through 405 and just watch everybody integrating. It's because I, I have got to this place of peacefulness mm -hmm. and just I'm just observing, right? Nobody's out to get me. Nobody's throwing anger and if they're throwing anger it's not yeah. hitting me <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways i i think that's a, i think that's a good it point. is and in the practical world let's talk about what it is the practical world my soul says to me honey you got to leave earlier right the right. soul is like you know what you can be turning on <clears throat> whatever you know thing i i listen to spiritual stuff in the car and i also listen to 92.5 moving 92.5 yeah that's me i do have that personality um which is actually a sister station here. And, and so I will. And it depends on my mood that I'll do that. But I don't leave at 9 because if I leave at 9 from Bothell, then 
I'm putting everybody around me in anxiety. Is she going to get here on time? Hurry up, call Benny. Text Benny. Is she going to get here? You know, well, you might have to call her on the cell phone because blah, 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 blah. Okay. So now I leave at 815. I get to the studio early. I open up my laptop and I do stuff. Right. And that's it's taking a really ownership. different vibration, right, though. Right. Taking you know, ownership, though. I think that's the key. You're it taking is. ownership for how can you own the world and the universe around you so that it's comfortable for the most amount of people. But isn't that what you're talking about when you were talking back about vibration? Right. You know, I get to do something I love. And what if I set myself up not to love it in the moment I'm doing it? That is a problem for my soul, right. I believe. You know, I'm talking like my soul is like my buddy, but yeah, it is. But you know what I'm trying to say is that if we can just become more aware of what you're talking about, Lynn, and about what these vibrations feel like, then we get to adjust ourselves for whatever the world is going to send our way. Isn't that really what you're talking about here? Yeah. A, a level of empowerment around love and vibration. Yeah. I think... Um, uh, a good way to look at it is like this. If I were to tell you or anybody, I I love you, right? Versus Aww. looking at, right, but this is going to even be more powerful. If you like that one, this was, this one's going to be better. With you and looking back at this, I am love. So if we can start looking at, and being more introspective, just catch ourselves throughout the day, throughout the week, mm-hmm. and look and say, am I being love right now? Not the external action, but am I mm-hmm. love right now? Am I vibrating? Am I feeling? Am I um, right. being just pure compassion love, right? And, and uh, the more that we start to focus on what that feels like, the more comfortable that's going to get. Um, Another way to look at it is, you know, from an ego-based love, one might say, I'm sure none of you have experienced this before, but (laughs) uh, from an ego-based love, one might say, since I'm hurting, I also want you to hurt, right? There's this retaliation or or something like that. But from a soul-based love, one might say, since you are hurting, I also am hurting, and therefore, we need to apply love. We need to apply love to this situation, mm-hmm. like like water on a fire, right? To 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 own it, to mm-hmm. own this thing which is not love. Well, let's talk about the real practical situation in this. I mean, I'm on the 405, and I, you know, I have to take a real practical situation here because sometimes conce- concepts like that are really hard for people. But if I'm on the 405 and I did have my blinker on and the guy in the truck, which he did, let me scoot over uh, and, and then the woman in the other car let me scoot over, uh, then when the person that is six cars behind me scoots up ahead of me and wants to come in, the love vibration <laughs> that should be experienced is to let them in. Exactly. And if anything else shows up in my energy field, ouch. Yeah. Well, it's a good right? place to check it, right? Check it is a good place. If you're being it's, self-aware. 
check it and check it at the door and you can you can switch to the channel. I mean, that may be a simple, maybe oversimplified example, but it's actually it's really not because during the day, how many of those do we face? Yeah. I mean, unless you are like in a bubble or on another planet, we get to go to grocery stores and have little trials. You got any kids out there in the world? Yeah. Maybe a dog that is just not paying attention to you or you know, all of a sudden your kit, your cat has had five kittens and you did not know that cat was pregnant. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, a homeless person you see on the corner and all of a sudden you got the, not that you do this or I've done this, but all of a sudden you know that homeless person's entire life. And in 30 seconds, you've summed it up to justify why you are not going to give that homeless person a, a quarter. Mm-hmm. That is not the vibrational love. No, no, it's surrendering. How can you act in the highest form or act of love and mm-hmm. surrendering the whys and the who's and the how's and the what's to the universe? So what does love look like? Oh, that's a good question. I actually love this because intuitively I can see the colors of love. I can see what, like I was saying before, I can see when somebody's being loved. Mm. If they're uh, you can't lie. <laughs> you can't get, you can't pull one over on me. You know, you can yeah. be saying one thing, but I can see it. So um, as as an intuitive, <laughs> it's it's pretty neat. Um, I'm not judging, but um, I get to see the truth, which is which is neat. Uh, so intuitively, when I see person or people, regardless, again, what they're saying, um, I can see what color they're emitting. So, for example, I see reds as passion now there's a scale of passion right so there's the uncontrollable maybe not necessarily in a good use passion but then there's the passion right love that's why we have the valentine's day color of 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 red yeah right right? so so i can see these colors um as passion uh i personally experience a light pink in somebody's um aura as almost like a very motherly love Mm mm-hmm uh, oftentimes, if somebody is getting ready to have a baby or if they are just, you know, miss mom, that love is all over them. That, and that, mo- that nurturing mother yes, kind of energy is yeah, what you mean. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And so, and it could or even, Mr. Mom. Right. So it could even be. Yeah. Good call. Uh, so it's e- so it's it's the, it's like the powdery pink. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is because what they are being, that's again the key word is what they're being. Uh, the another color <clears throat> that I see and that I love is like a like a fuchsia pink or magenta. Um, I'm, I'm actually wearing that I today. See, I see you got that on. Yeah, it's and, a color that I and work what with am a I lot. wearing? You're, Orange, red, and black. Yeah. Well, you kind of have a pink on too. Uh, um, Where's which, my pink? Which that well that looks pink to me. See, that's oh, my there we go. See, that's it. That's what if 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 she says she sees pink, I'm not arguing with her <laughs> on that. Uh, but that the, the fuchsia pink or magenta pink is pink is a really really neat color to me. Uh, to me, it is like a self healing love. It's a universal love that's coming in for self healing. Um, it's showing us how to remember how to love ourselves. It's an action based love for ourselves. I just love working with that color. Um, and then uh, I see green, which is interesting because it's not on the on the red scale. It, I see green as an affinity and love for nature and animals. So I can tell right away if somebody 
uh, has a lot of green around them or in them or especially emanating from their heart. That yeah, what, love, what is that? Okay. That they, they love nature? Na- love nature and animals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's a, it's a uh, type of love, right, and affinity. And then I also see um, like a blue-green as a calm internal peace <sighs> and alignment with, with truth and divine will, right? It's that peace because you're in alignment with divine will. I love blue-green. And you know what I've come to, to and we're going to skip the break because we got a lot to talk about with the colors. For those of you out there, I wonder what color Lynn sees for you. We don't have a lot of time. And this is going to make, Benny's going to answer the phone with love now, because here I go again. If you want to just get a quick, like, what's your color? 1-800-930-2819. What's interesting about this, Lynn, is when you work with people and you do these workshops, you also help people understand how to see these things, too. Absolutely. So, you know, so let's talk about this. If what, what is black when, I mean, like if you're seeing black, I don't know. Is that like even a color? But if you're seeing a black around somebody yeah. or a dark or like, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, is that going to give you a vibration? Yes. And then how do you tell somebody, ooh, baby, you got a little black going on with you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even know. What's interesting is when we put up God Talk Radio, it was really clear to us that black and gold were going to be the colors. Mm. And you should hear what people have to say about that. I should that. love that. Okay. So is that a scenario? Is that a situation where the dark and the... You know what I'm trying... You've been yeah, at the site, actually, right? Okay. No, I... Well, yeah, but, but when you say that, the energy that comes through the black and the gold is like pure empowerment over mm. all that is, mm. right? The black to the gold, the 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 most intense on one end of the scale to the most intense on the other end of the scale. And it is, it's balance. It's perfection. It's, it's, um, you know, you're, you're facing all ends of it basically. And to me, that's really empowering. Uh, to me, that's what that represented. That's the image I got, uh, the feeling I got as soon as you said that now walking down the street, sometimes if I see a patch of black within somebody's aura or their system, I know that that is an opportunity for them to heal. Oftentimes mm-hmm. I will say, hey, you have something going on right here. Is there is there physical pain? You mm-hmm. know, because usually they can mentally attach to the physical pain yeah. first. Um, but oh, there's know, always a message feeling. within within that, an energy blockage or something. So, Well, we're going to have to go to the phones because I have been guided to do this. And, of course, we are in the last segment, but I think this is what we're meant to do here, Mr. Benny. I, and I apologize in advance for that on Benny. All right, Susan, or Suzanne, I should say, welcome to the show. You want your uh, colors, right? Suzanne. Yes, I do. Thank you. Are you Suzanne or Susanna? I'm Suzanne. Sweet. So tell, tell Lynn what would you would like to know. I would like to know what my color is. Today, well, hi, Suzanne. Uh, today, I'm actually seeing greens around you. Um, I'm seeing uh, with the greens comes a picture to me of like a field of greens, almost like clovers kind of blowing in the wind. And that just to me uh, represents uh, expansion, healing, ex- you know, healing and expansion. The wind is almost a cleansing and the green just shows me that you're going through growth and opening up, opening up to more of yourself and opening up to like what we're talking about today, truth, right? Truth of your heart and 
Uh, so the green is representing expansion and the, and the wind is representing a cleansing factor um, that's coming through your life. Sounds wonderful. Do, does that, How does that feel to you? My favorite color is magenta. I was listening to what you were saying about it. Ah, mm. yeah. Well, it, it can be very, very useful and very helpful. I think that, I think that uh, everybody should listen to the colors that they're drawn to almost on a daily basis. If we're really listening to ourselves, we may be guided to different colors. Um, and, and I encourage people to surround themselves and embody those colors because it's your spirit telling your body uh, or your body right. telling your spirit, right, that, that it could use more of that vibration. Right. Thank you. Thank you Thank very, you very, very much. much. Awesome. I think we have somebody else, Mr. Benny. All right. We'll take Robin from Kirkland. Robin, welcome to the show. Oh, good morning. Hi. Hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. I I just love your show, and I love what you're talking about, and I just felt called to, to buzz in, so I'd love to know what you're picking up with us, and I'd also love maybe off the air just to get your contact info about financial planning. So that, there it is. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Don't you love that, that you can talk about money with somebody like Lynn and, and do financial planning all under the guise of, of spirit? Isn't that well, amazing? I, I, think it's always, I think it's always connected. It's just a really a, a novel thought to be able to put those two in the same place, and I love that idea. Yeah, it's very healing, very healing for everybody. Um, Robin, the, the color I see around you is a peachy color. And um, so it's it's really a swirling and emerging of the oranges and the pinks. It's a very soft, creative, mm-hmm. l- very loving, creative place for you. Um, oh, lovely. That feels like my world. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah, that's really at the forefront. It's just it's just beaming and it's it's um, it's right in front of your heart, actually, that peachy color. Oh, fantastic. That's such a great visual. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And um, yeah, for the contact information, I think that you you might even be able to just leave your contact information with us. Is that right, Pat? I don't know how that works. What uh, if Can she? I, no, yeah. Give give a phone number for people to call you on. Okay, so it is two zero six nine three one seven three five six. Did you get a chance to write awesome. that down? You got awesome. Of course I did. I'm on it. I'm oh. on it. Hey, I love you guys. Thank love you. you. Beautiful show. Yeah, Thank you got you. like a super energy too. And I, actually what your little energy just perked me up quite a bit there. Yeah, it's great. Real, very really good. Very That's good. what wow. we like. We'll take one more before our uh, end of the show. So Karen, hey. Karen from Maple Valley. Karen from Maple Valley. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Karen. Hi, Linda. Um, what What would you like me to look at? You just want me to know, you want to know what color I'm seeing right off the top? Uh, I, I guess, yeah. Is that my predominant or is it daily? Oh, that's a that's good question. That's a good one. That is a good, good question. Good one. Uh, how will I answer that question is, uh, when I do a quick look at spirit, I trust that spirit reveals to me the most important thing for me to relay back to you. Okay. And that's just fine. Yep. So so it can be daily and it can also be something big that you're working on that takes more than a day. So um so what I'm getting with you is a purple, almost like a violet purple. Uh to me that's very 
uh, peaceful, but it's also very, um, you know, that has to do with your seventh chakra, your crown chakra, and uh, opening up to more of your knowingness and your I am, um, your I am-ness, your I am being. And so, um, you know, communication with, with soul, communication with truth, communication with the God of your heart, and really integrating that into your daily life. So that's what looks like uh, is at the forefront and in, in expanding in your world right now. Thank you. I'll meditate on that. Okay. Thank you for calling. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Don't, don't you also talk about like when people say, boy, I, now we do this. God, I feel a little blue today. But we never say, oh, I feel a little gold today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Some, Isn't that weird? We, yeah, some of the th- things people say, if they really knew what they were saying and how true it was. I know. Uh, I think they would uh, allow their intuition to lead them a little bit more. It's, it's pretty neat. Well, I, that's what you do, though. You help people learn that. Mm-hmm. So tell folks about some of the cool things you got going on here. Because you got it. You, Lynn has got a ton of workshops, and they are like off the charts. Go ahead and tell folks. Yeah, again, we have a spirit of money, integrating money and energy of abundance. We're doing some healing around money. Uh, that's in, that's actually this Friday. It's a two-hour workshop at Psychic Awakenings in Queen Anne. We have intuitive tools for beginners really starting to understand and tap into uh, everyday things that we can do to start to own our energy a little bit more and own our intuitive skills in our daily lives. That's on August 8th in, in Renton at the Maya Whole Health Center. And we have uh, Astral Warm-Up, which is uh, will be in person and online. Actually, I forgot that the first time. It will be online if you can't get here to the Bellevue area, um, contact me and I can get you the information on how to how to uh, be involved with that. It's a two-hour workshop to get us warmed up to the basic skills we need for um, the intense three-day Astral Allies retreat. And you don't have to be signed up for the three-day to join us for the Astral. Well, how, tell people, what, how do they find out what the Astral is? Um, the Astral retreat information is also posted on my website at ruintuit.com. And that's a three-day retreat uh, up in the Cascade Mountains in eastern Washington. It's, it's going to be phenomenal. It has Yay. already. We did once, and we did it once before, Wendy Wolf and I. And they, the people said, we need, we need more of it. So we're going to do it again. I love this. This is so cool. We've got about 30 seconds or so, but I know that there's a personal message inside of you, Lynn Brown, that you want to share with people. Yes, it is, again... I hope that you can begin to, in action, in life, in your daily exchanges with people, move from the I love you to with you or with this thing, whatever it is, I am love. I am I'm going to practice love. with the 405 that I'm getting ready to get on. <laughs> I am love. I expect to hear back. With the with, 405. From you on that. I am love. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time.